also want to say that changing your diet is no substitute for seeking out mental health support. And none of the information I'm about to share with you is a substitute for speaking with a mental health professional. So depending on where you're at right now, you may want to consider speaking to a mental health professional in addition to changing your diet. Welcome to the Mind Your Body Show, where you'll learn how to get your mind right so that your body will follow. I'm Trudy Stone, certified culinary nutritionist, TV guest expert, and author. After self-hacking my mind and body to lose 30 pounds, I now help busy, overwhelmed women use stress as their superpower so that they can rise above it and become more calm, resilient, and physically fit. Each week, not only will you learn nutrition and stress management habits, you'll also learn about the power of food to enhance your mental and physical well-being and how to overcome your battles with living a healthier lifestyle. The secret to eating healthier, improving your mood, and increasing your energy are not only about what you put in your stomach, it's also about what's going on in your brain. So congratulations on showing up. I promise to support you on your health journey with every single episode. Let's begin. Welcome to the Mind Your Body Show. This is culinary nutritionist Trudy Stone, and I am so grateful that you tuned in today. How have you been feeling lately? I mean, really. Our world is more complex than ever before, and many of us are feeling the effects. October is World Health Literacy Month, and one of the most important factors to maintaining our health is our mental health. So today we're going to be talking about how you can enhance your mental health with nutrition. Bereavement, isolation, loss of income, and fear are triggering mental health conditions or exasperating existing ones. Many people may be facing even increased levels of alcohol and drug use, insomnia, and anxiety. So today we're going to be addressing five nutrients that may have a huge impact on your mental health and mood and practical strategies you can apply to your own diet. Now, I got to preface this by saying that changing your diet is not the be all and end all, but it may help significantly. Now I'm Canadian. So before we get into these nutrients, I want to share a study with you. Okay. Now I'm Canadian. So I got to give you some Canadian stats, but don't worry for my U S peeps. I'm going to get to those in a minute. It's estimated that each year, one in five Canadians personally experience a mental health problem. More than 40% of Canadians who reported difficulty meeting financial obligations or essential needs due to the pandemic screen positive for mental health problems. During these unprecedented times, about 4 in 10 adults in the U.S. have reported symptoms of anxiety or depressive disorder. This is up from 1 in 10 adults who reported these symptoms from January to June 2019. A KFF health tracking poll from July 2020 also found that many adults are reporting specific negative impacts on their mental health and well-being, such as difficulty sleeping. So there's 36% there. Um, eating, 32%. Increases in alcohol consumption or substance abuse, 12%. And worsening chronic conditions, also 12%. And this is all due to worry and stress over the these unprecedented times that we're facing. Research from prior economic downturns shows us that job loss is also associated with increased depression, anxiety, distress, and low self-esteem, and may lead to higher rates of substance use disorder, as well as suicide. During the pandemic, adults in households with job loss or lower incomes report higher rates of symptoms of mental illness than those without job or income loss. 
The pandemic has disproportionately affected the health of communities of color. Non-Hispanic Black adults and Hispanic or Latino adults are more likely to report symptoms of anxiety and or depressive disorders than non-Hispanic white adults. Historically, these communities of color have faced challenges assessing mental health care. And I talked about this in a previous episode with one of my guests, Martin Lopez, who was also a dear friend of mine. So make sure to check that episode out. I'll place a link in the show notes for you guys. Now, making this problem worse is the standard American diet. This is the diet that most of us consume and is filled with junk food with artificial ingredients and chemicals, sugar and hormones, and is very low on nutrient dense foods like vegetables, fruits and healthy fats. And many of us are turning to these foods to soothe our emotions. The food that we eat plays a huge role in our overall health, including lowering our risk for diabetes or increasing our risk of diabetes, depending on what it is you're eating and heart disease, as well as in our mental health. These days, we often tend to treat illness or disease with prescription drugs or risky surgeries. All of this before we even stop to consider much less invasive forms of healing like what we put on our plates. If you want to know which foods to add to your diet to ease your stress and stabilize your mood, then make sure to check out my free guide, Foods That Soothe. In the free guide, you'll learn how to relieve stress with the foods you already have in your kitchen. In this ebook, you'll learn about how to start reducing your daily stress in a healthy way with the right nutrients while learning which foods are best for you. You can also grab that free download over at trudyestone.com forward slash foods that soothe, but I will also place a link in the show notes for you. Although dietary recommendations have been suggested by experts for treating heart disease, diabetes, and high cholesterol, food has not been the recommended protocol for mental health until now. But evidence supports that nutrition could be a frontline approach to conditions like depression, mood disorders, and anxiety. In 2017, a randomized control test known as a SMILES trial put patients with severe depression who were already undergoing treatment on a modified Mediterranean diet. So things like oily fish, um, colorful vegetables and fruits. And 12 weeks later, these patients had a much greater reduction in depressive symptoms than the control group who did not change their diet, but instead were just given social support. Now, if you're someone who's listening to this podcast right now, And if your mental health is suffering, or if you're thinking of self-harm, I want to strongly encourage you to seek some mental help immediately. I'll place some links in the show notes for you. Now, I want you to remember this. There is no shame in getting help. I also want to say that changing your diet is no substitute for seeking out mental health support. And none of the information I'm about to share with you is a substitute for speaking with a mental health professional. So depending on where you're at right now, you may want to consider speaking to a mental health professional in addition to changing your diet. Okay, so let's get into the five nutrient deficiencies that are linked to mental health issues and which nutrients may have a huge impact on your mental health and mood. I'm also going to share some food sources for you as well so you can start to get some ideas of how to include these foods in your diet. The first one are B vitamins. I love talking about B vitamins, okay? So there's a couple we gotta talk about first in particular. So there's vitamin B6. So stress burns out the B vitamins in your body. And B vitamins are key for almost all cognitive function. Vitamin B6 in particular helps to manufacture neurotransmitters such as serotonin and dopamine, which aid in your body's ability to cope with symptoms of depression, stress, and anxiety. A deficiency can lead to a wide variety of mental health symptoms, including irritability, depression, anxiety, 
panic attacks, and fatigue. So some food sources of B6 include sweet potatoes, my favorite, uh, dark leafy greens, sunflower seeds, chicken, turkey, salmon, um, shellfish, garlic, and cabbage. Then there's vitamin B12. Now, if you frequently experience brain fog or memory problems, you may have a vitamin B12 deficiency. So it's estimated that 40% of the general population is B12 deficient. As you may have heard, vegans are especially at risk since one of the best sources are animal foods. But vitamin B12 is crucial for making new neurons or brain cells, but it can be kind of tricky to get through food. Okay, so this is where a good quality supplement comes in. Vitamin B12 is important for communication in between brain cells and also helps to engage the action of our neurotransmitters. Now, there was another study done by Oxford University. They found that taking vitamin B12, B6, and folic acid together reduced brain atrophy, and that's a loss of brain cells and the connection between those brain cells. And it also um, improved brain function and the part of the brain most affected by Alzheimer's. So some food sources of vitamin B12 include animal foods. Okay, so chicken, seafood, eggs, spirulina, might want to toss that in your smoothie, nori, get the stuff that you use to wrap your sushi. Um, fermented foods, so things like tempeh, miso, kimchi, sauerkraut, and brewer's yeast. In fact, nutritional yeast is a popular vegan cheese substitute. It's a great form or source of vitamin B12, okay? Now, one of my favorite things to make with uh, nutritional yeast is loaded nachos. Yes, you heard that right. So I will place a link in the show notes so you guys can check that recipe out. It's absolutely delicious. And I'm telling you, nutritional yeast really does taste a lot like cheese. All right, so we got B vitamins. So the next one is amino acids. So protein is made up of amino acids. There are 20 of them. Nine of them are called essential because your body can't produce them on its own. So it needs to obtain them through your diet. Now, I talked about this recently on the TV show Breakfast Television, if you guys saw that. Um, and that's when I shared how to get back into a routine. So in case you guys are kind of struggling getting back into a routine, you know, struggling with that uh, transition from summer to fall, I'll place that link in the show notes for you so you guys can check out that TV segment. Now, amino acids help to build and repair our tissues, and they also assist with creating mood stabilizing and happy chemicals of the brain uh, known as neurotransmitters. Okay, so those include serotonin, dopamine, GABA, and endorphins, right? Endorphins is like, you know, those endorphins that you feel like after you finish working out, kind of feel like you can climb a mountain, like you're on top of the world, right? Uh, but we all, you know, we all want those endorphins, right? Now our brain chemistry, that affects our mood and has to do with those very specific brain chemicals called neurotransmitters. Now neurotransmitters transmit impulses throughout the central nervous system and have a huge impact on mental health and functioning, as well as a wide array of physiological functions. Low levels of amino acids lead to low levels of neurotransmitters. The simple as that. Some of the main reasons for amino acid deficiencies is not eating enough protein, okay, as well as poor digestion. So yes, you can get protein from animal foods. We all know this, right? So chicken, red meat, and fish. But I want you to consider adding in some plant-based protein sources too. Okay, so some complete protein sources for vegetarians and vegans include things like quinoa. Okay, so maybe swap out your rice for quinoa instead. Okay, maybe make a quinoa stir fry. That's what I do sometimes. I just make a quinoa stir fry. Okay, um, tofu tempeh, um, beans, hemp seeds, and chia seeds, just to name a few. Do you feel like your stress levels are constantly on the rise? You're not alone. Feeling stressed is a perfectly normal feeling, but it can sometimes feel like you're taking on the world without the strength to get back up. 
In my free Foods That Soothe ebook, you'll discover some key vitamins, nutrients, and recipes that may help you to improve your mood as well as to reduce your stress. I know how it feels to be overwhelmed, so I wrote this resource with you in mind. No matter how stressed you are, there is always a way to find relief. This book doesn't take more than 10 minutes to read. You can even read it on your phone or on your tablet. You can also grab the free download over at trudyestone.com forward slash foods that soothe. All right, so we got B vitamins, we got amino acids. The third one is zinc. Okay, now a lot, not a lot of people really talk about zinc too much, but some experts have actually called zinc the new antidepressant. And zinc levels are often shown to be low in both anxious as well as depressed people. Zinc is essential for helping to convert amino acids into two of the most important neurotransmitters of mood. You have L-tryptophan into serotonin and L-tyrosine into dopamine. Zinc also helps to regulate copper, which assists with dopamine production. Zinc is also needed to help produce digestive enzymes and hydrochloric acid, which is necessary for protein digestion. So low levels of zinc lead to low levels of amino acids. And as a result, low levels of important neurotransmitters like serotonin, dopamine, and GABA. Okay, these are all the neurotransmitters that help to elevate and enhance your mood. So for these reasons, zinc is an important supplement for almost everyone with mental health issues, okay? Now, research has shown that zinc supplementation can lessen depression and anxiety symptoms. But disclaimer, before adding any supplements, it's important to talk with your doctor first. Speak to your doctor, get your levels tested, and then discuss a plan with a plan of action with your doctor at that time, okay? So that goes for zinc, as well as the ones I mentioned previously, and also the last nutrients I'm about to cover. Check with your doctor before adding in any supplements, okay? Now let's talk about food sources. Where can you find zinc in food, okay? Shellfish, oysters, one of the best sources. I don't personally like oysters, but hey, I can appreciate they're one of the best sources. <laughs> uh, so you got oysters, crab, mussels, lobster, which my husband introduced me to. He is from um, Nova Scotia, which is the east coast of Canada. So he's a huge lobster fan. I never ate lobster before I met him, but I do now and I enjoy it. Um, clams is also another great source of zinc as well. Okay. Then you have meat. So beef, um, pork, which I also don't eat, um, lamb, things like that. Um, of course, chicken and turkey um, and fish. So sardines and salmon. Okay. Um, I love salmon. Not a fan of sardines, right? So again, you pick what foods just because something has a nutrient doesn't mean you have to eat it, right? I'm just giving you a whole list of different foods where you can find these nutrients. Okay. So pick and choose. Don't, you know, st- force yourself to eat sardines if you don't like them. Okay. I don't even like sardines. <laughs> All right, then you got um, legumes, okay? So chickpeas, lentils, black beans, kidney beans, all great sources, okay? In fact, kidney beans, I'm just thinking about this right now because I was thinking, what do I have that contains any of these nutrients for you guys? Um, Kidney beans, I use them in my pumpkin chili, all right? It's a vegetarian pumpkin chili. It's delicious. Um, You can either make it in the slow cooker or you can make it on the stove. Okay, so I'm gonna place a link in the show notes for you so you guys can check out that recipe. Um, You can also find zinc in nuts and seeds. So pumpkin seeds, okay? Also known as pepitas. Just take those and just sprinkle them on top of your salad, okay? Or even on top of your oatmeal if you eat oatmeal in the morning. Cashews, another great source. Hemp seeds, okay? You can also find zinc in dairy products, um, milk, yogurt, and cheese, eggs, okay? Um, You can also get it in whole grains. So things like oats. I talked about quinoa earlier, um, brown rice, You can also find it in certain vegetables too. Um, There's a handful of them like mushrooms, um, asparagus, beet greens, kale, as well as peas. 
Okay. All right. So let's just do a quick recap. All right. So the first three nutrients we have are B vitamins. Okay. Then we had amino acids and then we had zinc. Okay. So number four would be omega three. Now, adequate levels of omega-3 fatty acids provide anti-inflammatory benefits to your brain, resulting in less stress and anxiety. And it's also great for boosting energy. In fact, omega-3, omega-3 fatty acids, this is one of the couple of supplements that I take daily. Okay, in case you're wondering what the other ones are, because I'm I'm sure you're probably thinking, oh, I wonder what else she takes. Um, So I take omega-3 daily. I take vitamin D daily. So make sure to check out that episode. I talked about vitamin D, black people, deficiencies, all of that stuff. Check that out. Um, I also take B vitamins. So those are the three ones that I take every single day. Okay. Now, additionally, the areas of the world that report the lowest rates of depression and mood disorders, like things like postpartum or even bipolar, eat the most fish, which is high in omega-3s. So regarding anxiety, research shows that people experiencing the most anxiety tend to have the lowest levels of omega-3 fatty acids in their bodies. Most people are getting way too much omega-6 fats. So there's omega-3 fatty acids and then you have omega-6 fatty acids, right? Now, most people are getting way too many omega-6 fats. And this is largely due to the standard American diet and lots of vegetable oils, okay? But a lot of people aren't getting nearly as much omega-3 fatty acids, okay? So I don't really want you to worry about Am I getting enough omega-6? Because odds are you probably are. You probably need to be more concerned as to whether or not you're actually getting enough omega-3 fatty acids. Okay, so let's talk about food sources. If you don't want to take a supplement, um, you know, some food sources. Uh, Salmon, okay, one of the best sources. Just at least have salmon maybe even just a couple of times a week, okay? Um, Sardines, there we go with the sardines again, right? (laughs) Gotta talk about it though, it's a food source, okay? Like it or not, it's a food source. Maybe there's people out there who like sardines. Okay, let me know. If you like sardines, Find me on Instagram, DM me and let me know. Let me know what you do with sardines. Maybe I'm just not making it the right way or using them the right way, okay? Walnuts are really great sources of omega-3 fatty acids. And if you actually look at a walnut, right? Like the actual, like the outside of the walnut, like the shell, it looks like a brain, right? And there's a reason for that. So there's walnuts, um, chia seeds, and eggs. Those are all really, really great sources of those omega-3 fatty acids. Okay, so the fifth nutrient we need to talk about in terms of your mental health is fiber, And I think I've saved the best for last because I love talking about fiber. And it's also, you know, been a really important nutrient for my weight loss journey when I went on to lose 30 pounds. Because prior to that, I was not eating enough fiber. And then I started introducing some of the high fiber foods. And we're going to get to that in a second. Um, I started adding more of those high fiber foods. And that's when it just made it easier for me to lose weight. Okay, because it kept me full in between meals. And that was really key to helping me to stop overeating. All right. And a lot of us are doing that right now. We're probably overeating because maybe we're turning to food to soothe our emotions. Okay. So it's actually speaking of that, make sure you guys grab that foods that soothe guide. That's the free guide. And that actually talks a lot about the nutrients that we're talking about here today. Um, You'll also find links in that guide to like different recipes that you can start, you know, utilizing those foods in your kitchen and in your, in your recipes right away. Okay. So make sure to check out that guide foods that soothe. It is absolutely free. Okay. There's a link in the show notes for you guys. Okay. Now, fiber, in addition to weight loss, it's also crucial for digestion and diets low in fiber have been linked to depression. It also helps to lower inflammation and keeps toxins out of the brain, which will help to regulate your mood as well as your memory. Now, most people these days are not getting enough fiber, and this is due to processed foods. Okay, these processed foods, they strip most of the fiber from the foods during processing. 
Now, fiber also helps to maintain a healthy population of good bacteria in your gut. And this is important since your gut is considered to be your second brain. And neurotransmitters that keep us happy, like serotonin that we talked about earlier, are also produced in the gut. So some food sources of fiber include legumes, okay? So those lentils, beans, and chickpeas. These are all the foods that I ate that helped me to lose weight, okay? Help me to lose the 30 pounds. So lentils, beans, chickpeas, and don't just stop at adding them to your salads or, you know, to your soups and that sort of thing. Like think outside of the box, Okay, also on that same episode of Breakfast Television, I shared um, my chocolate chip coconut lentil blondies. Okay, so it's a dessert using lentils. So I took out the butter, I put lentils in place. And I'm telling you, it did not sacrifice the flavor. They tasted absolutely amazing. So I want you to think outside the box when it comes to using these foods as well. And try to think about how you can use these foods as replacements or swaps for some of your favorite foods that may not be the best for you. Okay. So you got the lentils, beans, and chickpeas, great sources of fiber. You also have leafy greens, okay? So toss that in your morning smoothie, okay? If you're making a, a stew or something like that, what I might do is I just stir it in at the end. So when my stew is like done cooking, like maybe the last five minutes, I'll just stir it in just so like it can wilt and then I'll remove it from the heat, okay? You don't wanna cook them too much because you don't wanna like kill off all the nutrients in the leafy greens, okay? Um, you got broccoli, great source of fiber, cabbage and cauliflower, so I hope you guys learned um, some foods and some nutrients that you can start using that may help to enhance your mental health. Guys, I want you to remember that food is medicine. I want you to remember that every time you're eating something, you're either fueling health or you're fueling disease. So I want you to think about that in terms of the foods that you eat. And again, it is not about eating perfectly 100% of the time, okay? Just try to do your best. Try to eat you know, healthy foods at least 70 to 80% of the time. Still allow for some of those, you know, those fun, you know, delicious, indulgent foods, because that's an important part too, to have that balance. But I do want to encourage you to start adding in some of these foods to your diet. And I don't want you to think that you have to add in all of the foods I just talked about, you know, at once or all of these nutrients at once. Okay. Just start thinking about some of the foods that I mentioned and just, you know, maybe just pick one. Okay, maybe you want to just add in some foods that have amino acids in them. Okay, so maybe that's where you start. Maybe you know that you're not eating enough fiber and you're eating way too many high sugar foods. Okay, so start adding in some of those fiber rich foods. I just want you to start where you are. I want you to start with one thing and then you can start layering on things after that. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Mind Your Body Show. I hope that you learned something new to help you transform your life and your body. For more after the show, make sure to head over to TrudyEstone.com. That's where you'll find all of the show notes. Also, make sure to head over to iTunes to subscribe and leave us a rating to let us know what you thought about the episode. And remember, get your mind right and your body will follow. Thanks for tuning in.